0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Elmo's World. I know you guys missed us. This is going to be episode 5 of Elmo's World coming at you live from the 506. It's your boy Mo and Elmer. Uh, let's get right into today's topic. Elmer, what are we talking about?
1: Yo, it's been a hot minute since we did our last podcast.
0: Long time. Long Damn. time.
1: But I have one special surprise. Um, we're about to take this podcast nuclear. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay
0: got the motherfucking soundboard
1: oh damn yeah All right. i think the obnoxiousness in these podcasts is about to go through the roof
0: i think after the live episode i think people are ready for it though i think they know what's happening now <laughs> i think they got it
1: damn so what's happened since the last time we had a podcast uh Ooh. avengers and game
0: oh man well i don't know should we should we be talking about it now? Because the
1: spoilers. I think they lifted the spoiler ban on it. So should we?
0: All right. Then maybe we should get into it. All right. Spoiler alert for anybody that has not watched Endgame. Skip this part of the podcast. Just letting you know now.
1: Uh, were you satisfied? Um, I'm
0: going to be honest. I loved Endgame. Uh, I think it was a great movie. And I think the nostalgia, especially the scene where they brought everybody back, um, like Doctor Strange brought everybody back and like all the portals opened while um, uh, Captain America was alone was fucking incredible. One of the best scenes I've ever seen. But I think Infinity War had the better plot. And I think I was on my the edge of my seat more for Infinity War than I was for Endgame.
1: The thing is, it's hard to close out a twenty-two movie series. For sure, mm-hmm. like they took three hours to do that. Yeah, uh, and like I think they did the best <laughs> of of what they had to work with. Like you, you can't satisfy everybody. That's fair. And I think the way they went about ending it was definitely probably the best way they could have done it.
0: I agree. I think the the ending was very justified. I think they tried to add as much as they could into it. Like, they gave Captain America the hammer and they, you know, uh, Iron Man ended everything with the snap. Uh, I think that was so fitting. Like, Iron Man 100% deserved to do that. Um, I couldn't think of anybody better for that position.
1: Did you watch the trailer for the new Spider-Man movie?
0: Yeah, I did. I did.
1: I'm not going to lie. I'm a little pissed off.
0: Why? Let, Let me know the thoughts.
1: Yo, because it's like they're making him. They say like, "Oh, you're the next Iron Man," and that's not Spider Man. He's supposed nah. to be like. I don't think he's like Iron Man's protege or whatever they're trying to make him out to be.
0: That's true. That that aspect of the of the trailer was kind of kind of weird because I was like, like it seems like they're trying to mold Spider Man into something else now, and that is a bit weird. But I am excited for the movie because it looks
1: sick. Yeah, it, it does looks look great. I thought amazing. that they were gonna make. Um, jake gyllenhaal's character the villain which i think he still might be
0: yeah i i, I wasn't sure I be, so explain to me real quick like exactly what is his character because i was a little bit confused maybe i'm just not remembering my like comics correctly right now
1: um what is it morpheus i think like his name i
0: i couldn't remember like exactly who he was so when i first saw it i was so confused i was like what the fuck is this let me do some quick research here
1: but yeah i did i think uh I fucking love Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I think mm-hmm. it's great. Arguably, I think he might be the best Spider-Man.
0: Oh, I was just about to say, bro, my favorite Spider-Man, Tom Holland, 100%. I think he's so easily relatable. And the way they make him like comedic as well as being a kick-ass superhero is so great. Like I fuck with it so heavy.
1: Yeah, and I think people that say that Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man was better, they just like it for the nostalgia of it. Yeah. Like, if you ask kids who haven't seen any of the old Spider-Mans, like, if they haven't seen Tom Holland or any of these guys, they'd probably say that Tom Holland was better. And in all honesty, I think that animated Spider-Man was better than Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man.
0: I agree. Yo, honestly, yo, that's, the animated one was great. Also, I think Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man was a bitch.
1: I think he was a. Bitch. Oh, he was a massive punk,
0: dude. I every time I think of him, I think of the crying scene of him just like fucking bawling his eyes out. <laughs> like that's all I think about. I don't. I don't even think about all the times he whooped ass. It's literally him crying. Like I just think he's a massive bitch. Um, but Tom Holland, like I think about him, like swooping in trying to get the ladies, like him scaling the Washington Monument. You know, like this man's lit.
1: And he wasn't even funny. Like Tobey Maguire's yeah. Spider Man was so no, corny. And- so
0: corny he was not that good. Uh, like Tom Holland's way better comedically, I think way better in terms of just overall, just being more relatable. I think Tobey Maguire was just, yeah, he was a punk, punk.
1: But. Um, um, oh, so it's not, M- it's Mysterio. Like fucking uh, Rey Mysterio. <laughs> he got Mi- a 619. 619. <laughs> <bought> a 619 <laughs> Spider-Man into like, into Italy, bro.
0: Yeah, see, I don't know too much about Mysterio i'm not i'm not too familiar uh i won't lie
1: I, I'm, I'm too lazy to read through his bio right now nah, but that, like that bro. He used to be a stuntman and some old shit. yeah but um definitely excited for far from home for sure and for the sure. future of marvel in general i think they released yeah. their like phase four or whatever um where they got black panther 2 in there a standalone mm. black widow movie
0: mm. Really excited for that Black Panther too, because I loved the first Black Panther. I thought it was one of the best movies.
1: Who was who, who? are like villains for Black Panther? Like I don't get like yo yeah fight.
0: <laughs> um now like I don't really get. I feel like the villains he's fighting are just like average normal people. You know what I mean? Like yeah. other than Killmonger, like everybody else was just like just like black market villains. Like it wasn't really anybody special. So. I don't really know who they're gonna make the villain now. With this, is Black I feel like Panther two
1: villains in the yeah. Marvel universe? Like they just got rid of Thanos, who's like the t- the top top guy. And now what's left?
0: It's like you're gonna have to start like recycling villains, or like they're just gonna start fighting each other, or like who knows. But who for Black Panther two is that the start of phase? Four?
1: No, I think the standalone uh, Black Widow movie is a start of Phase Four. I think because this oh. new Spider Man movie doesn't count in that. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Got it. Then, um, uh, what do you about... think of everything is happening with Game of Thrones this Sunday? Yeah, so we're recording nice... this on Thursday the ninth. So mm-hmm. episode five is about to drop this Sunday.
0: Oh um,
1: all right, things prediction got very spicy. Death Yo, Madness. I don't get. I don't know what it is about Game of Thrones, like zigzag. Yeah. If there's anything I learned from Boys in the Hood (laughs) and from the Battle of the Bastards, Zigzag. This dragon got caught, like, flying straight in a line. He took that first spear and then he just kept flying straight.
0: It was so. And then what about the scene where she, like, goes head first at these ships, but somehow, like, she gets it at the last second? I'm like, yo, what? That scene alone, I was just like, this does not look good for Danny. But I'm still saying Danny in six.
1: I don't know, dude. The thing about. I don't know what it is but Jon Snow and Danny are starting to annoy the fuck out of me.
0: I don't like their relationship. I think it's so Not wack.
1: just their relationship, just the two of them in general like they just don't seem like effective leaders.
0: Dude, but she looks like she's about to go crazy now.
1: Like, yeah, there was some weird some weird face she gave at the end. Yo, of that. at the
0: end of that, I was like, "Oh fuck, like she's about to go fucking it didn't even look like she was
1: mad. She just looked like she was about to cry. Yeah, she, right. She had that like that like five year old. You take over their toy face.
0: Yeah, yeah. She, she it was like yo, yo. She
1: had that like uh, when your mom yells at you and like you like run up to your room and then that's when you get mad as shit. She had that <laughs> face on.
0: It's like you're practicing in your room what to say <laughs> back. You're like, what the, what the fuck that bitch? She can't say that to me.
1: Like, but then when she the
0: get to my face, <laughs> <laughs> you're just like fuming, and then you take that like. Then you have to go up to your mom and take that ass whooping and then you just take that
1: <laughs> Yo, pros ass whooping nap. You ever uh, have your parents yell at you when your friends are around?
0: Bro, it's the <laughs> scariest thing. And you're just like, you're just supposed to sit there and eat that shit. Like what do you do in that situation
1: you know it's even better being the friend watching your, your oh my god asking, yo, yes you'd be like you'd be like playing ps2 and it's like oh so you want me to want me to put you on like cpu or something or uh, <laughs> like pass the controller or whatever just like, <laughs>
0: it's like yo I'm, I'm still up 10 like should we finish the game or
1: you know like are <laughs> like, uh, you gonna go home or something or like should i call your mom or like what
0: what's that what's happening here it's like <laughs>
1: It's like I'll pause it. I'll pause it. You just you just go handle what you gotta handle. <laughs> Bro. oh my god.
0: Being the friend watching that shit is probably the best oh, feeling because you're like, nothing's happening to me, but I get the full entertainment of what's about to happen to this dude right here. Oh man. Yo, and... I
1: remember I remember I was sleeping over at a friend's house once and like mm-hmm. they did me mad dirty. I don't even remember what they did to me, but like I was crying and um his dad saw that I was crying and like he just ripped this dude apart and I was just sitting there like, oh, was this me? Like, did I do this? Did I do that?
0: I can imagine you with your glasses and shit. Uh, The the Urko voice sitting there. Did I do that? And then this this dude is, your friend is sitting there like getting his ass beat right now.
1: Yeah, I'd be standing there.
0: He needs some milk.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, man, we're reaching peak obnoxiousness. I love it. I
0: love it keep the sounds coming that's amazing
1: i told you we took a week off we came back stronger than ever that
0: is amazing Uh,
1: but yeah graduation is is like a week away now man literally a week away
0: yeah i um so today i was kind of like walking around campus i finished so i finished everything yesterday and i literally didn't know what the fuck to do after like internship like i came home this is when you know you have a lot of free time on your hands is when you start cleaning <laughs> it, Like I looked at my desk. I was like, yo, this shit needs to be cleaned. And I was like cleaning for like two hours and I was like putting shit together, throwing away papers that I didn't need. But that made me realize I was like, wow, I really just don't know what to do with my life right now.
1: Like some wild times. This is such like a weird limbo like of time to be in. It's like is. you ain't got school. You are still in school. Mm-hmm. So what are you doing with you with yourself?
0: Yeah. Like I'm literally about to sit here for a week and do what? Like, I'm just going to sit around, maybe go to the gym, wake up really late. Like, yeah, bro, you I don't like go out and shit, like, bro. I was literally having the same conversation with uh, a friend of mine earlier. And we were just like, yo, like if you can't drink or smoke, right now. And like, what the fuck do you do with your time up until graduation? Like, I don't have my job doesn't start till June. And I'm just like, I'm sitting here, I quit working at the coffee shop. So like, I don't even have that shit. Like, I'm literally sitting here doing nothing. It's kind of sad. Actually, I think uh, a lot of this time definitely. So this is where this podcast gets a little more serious and kind of caters to the younger um, listeners that we have, um, so old heads cover your ears or keep listening. You might learn a thing or two too. Um, but I think we wanted to discuss kind of some of the biggest lessons we learned um, through our experiences on in college and four years and outside of school as well. Um, so I think uh, Elmer, I'm I'm gonna say. I'll probably say like one, and then we can kind of bounce off. Like what, what you think? I bet um, it. So I'm going to say one that I really learned. And I think I really focus on now, and this is something I learned like relatively least recently, like after this summer, um, I learned that to always put yourself first. Um, and what I mean by that is not so, so some people may take that as like, I'm telling you to be selfish. That's not what I'm saying is I'm saying, if you aren't set yourself, you know, like your mental health, your physical health, your well-being, then you can't really be there for others because you'll take on all of their weight, but you'll be crushed. And that was something I learned this past summer. And I think after focusing more on myself while still being there for other people, like getting myself set and then being like, okay, yeah. And like, now I'm here for my friends. I'm here for my family. I'm here for my job. Like it's made things a lot easier and I'm a lot happier as well. So college freshmen, sophomores, juniors, rising seniors, just know that, try to get yourself set first in terms of your mental health, physical health. And then you can be there for everybody in your life better than you could before.
1: Um, Clap it up, clap it up. We're, we're Here's my thing, though. I think mm. that a lot of people take that too far. I think yeah. self care is bullshit.
0: Yeah. Because I you think can't...
1: not. I think self care is important, mm-hmm. but a lot of people use it as an excuse to be like, "Oh, I'm just gonna like sit in today and not do anything because like I've had like a mad stressful week." But like, I don't know. I'm just the type of person where like when I'm working, that's like self care for me. Yeah. It's of like, course, being it... focused on something, it like relieves a lot for me
0: yeah it manifests itself differently in everybody you know you can't just be like oh like i did one paper like and on monday so now i'm gonna take the entire week off like that's not self-care that's just you're being lazy like by self-care i mean like say you're working full time right but take like some days to just be by yourself and just kind of sit there reflect and kind of take care of your own body um, like you don't always need to be around people all the time. Like I'm probably one of the most outgoing people that <laughs> are like people have seen, but even I enjoy my time alone here and there, you know what I mean? But like, I get your point. Like definitely it can't be just like, Oh, out of the blue, like, I'm just not going to sit here and do anything like that's fucking stupid. That's just an excuse. So don't do that.
1: Um, but
0: yeah, what's something, uh, what's one of the bigger ones that you've kind of come across?
1: Um, I was thinking about this today. It's like mm. the, the things that you said when you came into college like I feel like this resonates with a lot of people. It's like you say like oh, I'm coming to college to figure who I am and like learn mm. who I am. But I think throughout college, I learned more about who I'm not than who I am. Mm, interesting uh, It's like a process of elimination. like you like involve yourself in different things and then you yeah. f- figure out you definitely figure out more about who you <coughs> aren't me. than who you are through college. Ooh. Okay, yeah, some metaphysical shit. That,
0: yeah, that's some that's some like, Leonardo DiCaprio inception shit, right? Oh. Now. I'm, on, like, I'm on like, level three right now. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, I, I'm like, like, figuring it out myself. But I can definitely see what you're saying. Because like, I think there's definitely been things in college that I got involved in. And they just weren't right for me, or like, people that I really hung out with. And you know, it just wasn't my crowd. And so like, that can really tell you a lot about who you are and who you're not. Like, I, I totally can see it. Yo,
1: and the thing with us, like, we're cocky bastards. Like, we very, think if we walk into very. anything, we'll kill it. Oh, and, absolutely. Yo, to be honest, 95% of the time, we do kill it. But, oh, yeah. Uh,
0: um, let's raise that up a little bit. 99.9. <laughs>
1: you heard it here. You heard that shit. Yeah, man. I think college checked me in a lot of ways. <laughs> oh, like, for I, sure. They checked the fuck out of me.
0: Oh, yeah. I was, uh, yo, like, it, it checks you because, like, you come from your high school and you're like, like you were class president. Like I was one of the top kids in my class. And then you come here and I realize like, I just don't really care about academics like that. (laughs) I like, I'm not going to lie to you. I really don't. And that's one of the things like I realize what I'm not in terms of like academics, I just don't want to work hard for it. Like I'm not, it's not that I'm dumb. It's literally that I just haven't had the motivation to work hard for it, but I've worked hard in pretty much everything else, like organizations, my social life, my professional aspects, my professional goals. But it was just like academics was just not my thing. So that's where chemistry class with Zizmolich fucking humbled my ass like nothing else, bro. And then King and organic chemistry. That was the most humbling experience of college. And it taught me so much about who I am um, or even who I'm not. So that was uh, that was something. Um, which I think a lot of pre-med kids and people considering pre-med
1: pre-meds know all about getting checked in college. Oh,
0: we know that shit. Like that shit hits you like a Ray Lewis tackle, bro.
1: Dog college made me feel I'm stupid. I I think that's so good At times. Yeah. I think that sucks about college.
0: Yo. It's like,
1: unless you're, you're like super smart, college is going to make you feel like an idiot.
0: Yeah. And then I realized I was like, you know what? So this is where that cockiness comes in. I was like, you know what, bro, it's not me. I'm fucking smart as shit. Like this college system is dumb. So I just was like, yo, fuck it. It's not me. So now I'm just like focused on my other shit. Cause yeah, fuck college, fuck it. But let me see, let me see another kind of lesson that I learned. Um, I would say another big one. Um, I feel like a lot of kids in college care too much about what the people around them are doing. Um, I think we don't take time to worry more about our own path. So to all the like, you know, younger kids out there, I wanna tell you, don't worry about other people's paths because everybody has their own way to get to their goals. You know, like you and your friend may be trying to go to med school. You both may be going towards that route, but who knows, maybe something happens for your family that you just can't focus on academics like you could before. And so your path becomes a little bit longer. Like, it's okay. Take your time. Everybody has to realize that college is four years, but it's not even like a fit. It's, it's such a small fraction of our lives. The average lifespan in America is like 75, 77. Like we're in the smallest fraction of our lives right now. And people try to rush it so much. So I would say be patient, focus on your own path. And, you know, try to make your goals happen while, you know, to, being genuinely happy happy for people around you like my brother's success is my own like take it as your own it'll make you feel happier you won't like i'm not saying don't compete with them but don't feel jealous that somebody has something that you don't like let's let's all bring each other up like that's what this is about like this is a community we're all in this together
1: i feel like we've been tricked into that mentality though like especially because we come from like this pre-med background where yeah. it's like your classmates are your direct competition yeah. to get into med school and I'm, I'm sure with other majors it's like your classmates are your direct comp- uh, competition in like the job industry mm-hmm. so it's like yeah. being a young professional like you they like drive that home into it's like yo like this is cutthroat like your friends are, you're working against your friends, but I really don't think it's like that at the end of the day.
0: Me neither. I totally agree. I think like, everybody has heard this phrase is that in college it's not what, you know, it's who, you know, but then if we're already bringing the people we know down, then what are we really getting out of this? You know, like, like, for example, like, like whatever my friends are doing, you know, it's, it's a connection for me. I may not always use it and I may not need it in in terms of professionally, but you know, them becoming successful should only motivate you to work harder and, and try to be successful in what you're trying to do. Like let's, let's not be locked into this dumb mentality. Let's not be sheep. We're trying to be lions out here. Tigers. Uh, Excuse me. Excuse me. Tigers. Tigers. Uh, I apologize. Uh, I apologize. Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> apologize. Tigers.
1: Tigers. Tigers um, let's see. Um, here's a, here's one thing that's definitely being applied right now. I think Mm -hmm. college taught me that there's always going to be something better, but that doesn't take away from what you have.
0: Oh, I was going to say that was one of mine. Hey, glad to hear that. And it's
1: like, like a lot of people are like, Oh, do you regret anything about your college experience? And I'm sure like, of course there's so many things I regret. Mm -hmm. There's so many things I wish I didn't do. There's so many things I wish I did, but I don't think being regretful about something should take away from the experience that you had like i i would never do anything differently if i could redo my college experience
0: i agree i think everything you do builds you up to who you are right now like hindsight is 2020 like anybody could be like yo i yeah i regret this like i regret this but i think at the end of the day like everything happened for a reason and you were all the experiences you went through, built you up to the person you are.
1: And who's to say that if you did something differently, like everything else would stay yeah, the
0: same. We don't know. Nobody knows that. But is there something like, like <laughs> let's talk about this real quick. Like, is there something you say you would regret? Like, is there a specific experience you're talking about?
1: Um, oh, damn, You're trying to call me out here?
0: Yeah, no, no, don't worry. I'm gonna share mine too.
1: <laughs> don't worry, I got you, LB. Um, I think, I think I put a lot of weight into like extracurriculars Uh, and like a lot of this shit that doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm like, I'm looking at my like academic standing and like the kind of like applicant I am to jobs. And it's like, I wish I shifted my focus. If that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Like if I put my eggs in different baskets, Mm -hmm.
0: I think, uh, I think definitely echoing that sentiment. Like I put a lot into these organizations that I've, been a part of and, and, and i mean in some cases it's actually helped a lot but bro when i look at my transcript i'm like <clears throat> i'm like why are my parents still paying for this shit
1: yeah and it's not like the the work you put in was directly correlated to how much you got out of it like we yeah. know so many people who don't do a lot but get the same benefit that we do agree so like if i knew that in advance i would have i would have totally skated
0: but then again think about it like our personalities just aren't like that Like, you know, like, like we literally said, like right before cocky bastards, like we're going to fucking go in there and just be like, yeah, I got this. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, like, that was also tough. So that also comes with the nature of being the kind of people we are. But I definitely agree. Like, I think extracurriculars, like, took a lot of time that I could have put towards, uh, you know, studying for those chemistry exams. But. I mean, that's always going to be an excuse. You could always
1: put it more time to academics. For sure. Um, I wish I fostered better relationships with people in college. Mm. Like, I have have a circle, Mm. and, like, I I love my circle. It's tight as hell. Like, I would Mm. never – I'm not the type of person to have, like, a massive circle. Yeah. But I think there's, like, there's always, like, that thought in my head that's, like, yo, there's probably someone out there that, like, I'd never, like, talk to that would probably be, like, mad chill. Or, like, be, like, a dope person to have in my life that, like, I just never reached out to or, like, they never reached out to me because I wasn't, like, around or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm.
0: That makes sense. Yeah, you never know with that, especially. That's, like, that's something that you have to really think about is, like, the people you didn't talk to, not necessarily the people you did
1: um no but like i said like there's always gonna be something better but I don't yeah think that takes away from like what i have
0: now no yeah i love i love our circle shout out shout out to our circle shout out the shout well, out you to know. the circle hey you are y'all know who you are to
1: the circle.
0: my circle they know who they are man i love all you guys like nothing but love like even if we have our arguments our fights whatever you already know it's all love at the end of the day and I know, like, I made relationships here that are definitely gonna last a lifetime, for sure.
1: Um, what else? What else to say? Oh, oh, here's one. I think that unhappiness is infectious. Ooh. I learned that. Okay. Um, I feel like a lot of people just love being upset about things. Like they Dude, love man. being upset for the sake of being upset, and that's oh. such a bad quality in someone because because unhappiness is infectious. Like I think if you surround yourself with people like that like your own quality of life goes down. Cause it's like, I don't want to be surrounded by people who are just like going out and looking for a reason to be upset.
0: Yeah. I think, uh, and like that also kind of ties into like, I was also going to say that I think people here, especially take things to heart very quickly and they hold that grudge for so long. And it just feeds into that unhappiness that you're talking about. So What I would say is, again, this is again to the younger people, the real we're in like such a bubble here. You know, we go to a really liberal school in a really liberal area. And it is ridiculous that to think that everybody in the real world is going to be like us. Like nobody gives a fuck, honestly, like the real world does not really give a fuck about what we have to say, nor will every person you meet be super respectful to what you have to say. So you gotta kind of build some thick skin and be able to take what people say to you, but understand that it may not be coming from the place you're thinking. That it may just be from a lack of education or ignorance and that your job is to kind of spread that education about either who you are or like change your perception, change what people perceive about you through your actions and through your words. Like not necessarily always just being upset about something.
1: Yeah, no, I think that like going off of that, even if you put yourself like in their shoes, mm-hmm. um, I've learned that my worldview doesn't apply to everybody. Like people don't see the world that I do. Yeah. Um, so like being like the kind of person like if you were someone that just got upset by a lot of things, like I think for, like I've learned to just be able to be accepting of that, and like be mm-hmm. accepting of people's like worldviews and things, and like knowing that the way I feel about things isn't the way that everybody feels about things. True. Which is something Very I should have come into college knowing. Me too. But yeah. like I don't know. It's just something that you just never, like, experienced in high school. Because I think when you're in high school and when you're in, like, people that you grew up with, like, in the same town and more or less the same socioeconomic class, it's, like, you all think the same way for the most part.
0: Yeah. I was, uh, like, that's a quality. Like, that empathetic quality is very much something that I'm still working on. And um, I'm kind of hoping to, you know, be better at it. Uh, just because I feel like it's very important just so you can kind of understand the other person's perspective. Um, And I feel myself like a lot of times projecting my worldview, like you said, onto other people and and that's not right. Um, And so I I feel like that's such a working process and there's a lot of growing pains with it, but um, I'm gonna try to be better with that for sure. Um, So kind of the last thing I really wanted to say was that kind of going off like part of the point that Elmer made about, there's being something better is that i think there is a bright side to everything and this is kind of going out to all the people who are kind of going through a struggle whether it be mental health physical health you're stressed about school family whatever it may be um like i personally went through a lot of things this summer i was at my lowest point physically and mentally and my circle like you guys know what i'm talking about um and i had to go to You know gw's mental health services to kind of get through it and what was important about that was that she my psychologist helped me realize that there are so many different angles of a situation that i may not necessarily see Um, and she also helped me see that how those situations can still have a bright side no matter how dire that situation is and a lot of people don't get that and people will think oh yeah he's just fucking being optimistic like anybody can say that, but I I truly do believe it. Um, And the other thing was that I wanted to tell all the younger people who are like stressed about college or stressed about your future. uh, Don't be afraid to go talk to someone, uh, especially like if you're going through mental health stuff, like I can attest to how important that is. Don't worry about the stigma. Don't worry about what other people have to say. If you need that help, then you need to go get it uh, like a psychologist is a unbiased third party. She helped me realize things about certain situations that I wasn't even thinking about. And I think it helped me see the bright side and get through those situations a lot easier than I would have. And I had this, the same stigma. I didn't want to go. I was embarrassed to go. The first day I went, I was so nervous that I actually almost walked out. And for those of you that know me know that I don't get nervous for things. I very like rarely feel unconfident about something, but that was something that really had me shook. But when I decided to do it, I realized it's not as bad as it seems. My friends know that I went and nobody felt any different about me for going. Like I wasn't seen as weaker in people's eyes. If anything, I feel like I would respect somebody more because they would recognize that they have that problem and be willing to have the strength to go and fix it. Um, So younger people just... Always remember, there are people here by your side, and there are people at this school who are willing to help you. You just have to have the strength to reach out, and don't be afraid
1: to do it. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell motherfucking
0: yeah, hell motherfucking yeah. That's for all my youngins.
1: Look out for yourselves, man. Uh, For all
0: for the youngins.
1: Look out for yourselves, man. Yes, sir. All right. That's a wrap on episode 5 featuring our special guest the motherfucking Soundboard. Soundboard. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, no. yeah our shit's gotta get wild obnoxious for the next couple of weeks. And that's right. We're not just a college podcast. We're keeping this shit going, son. This
0: shit is going. Y'all this thought it was train ending. This
1: is not stopping for no, nothing. S- nope. This nope. is the graduation episode, but, but this is just the beginning of this podcast.
0: Yes, sir. Uh, thank Absolutely. y'all for
1: tuning in. And if you haven't seen our live show, it's up on our Instagram page. It's in two parts. Make sure you check out both parts.
0: That shit is funny as fuck. Y'all, go and was, watch that shit. That was
1: one of the most fun experiences I've ever had. In college. Oh, yeah.
0: I love it, bro. It was amazing. It was such a good time. Um, you like, guys, we're not stand-up comedians. It. This
1: isn't some shit no. we do. Like,
0: like we were just like fucking around at a, at like an SAS event, and it was great. You guys should definitely check it out if you haven't already.
1: But yeah, so that's up on our Instagram TV. This has been episode five. Thanks for kicking it with us today. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.